Everybody and welcome to episode 286 post-Christmas episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. Merry Christmas! Oh, that happened already. Oh, ho, ho. No? no? You know, you no. could be listening on Christmas Day. No, because we're, we pro- I don't know when we're dropping this. No. We said, we said last time that we'd probably drop the day after. Mm. Get with it! Yeah, well, it's close enough. Um... I hope everyone is having a, a fun holiday time. Maybe you got some time off of work. Relax with the fam. The huge. If you're into that kind of thing. You know, if you're into. That's not a, that doesn't sound like a great holiday for me. No. Well, you know, our families are lame, so. <laughs> we got a couple good eggs in there, we but got, not yeah, many. I got, I got like a sibling. That's it. Yeah. My, si- my, my sister. Other than that, the thought of spending the day or days with like extended families having been around large extended families i'm like why would you do this every year yeah. i don't understand i thought this was supposed to be like a fun time seems like a punishment yeah i don't know that there's any gifts that are worth no. all of that because usually the gifts aren't good especially when it's like that big a crowd you know you have to be like oh Oh, a yeah. bath bead basket thank you yeah, i always just... wanted cheeses and salamis yep well, what's that? Generic. <laughs> cookies. Oh, a tin of cookies. I couldn't have bought that for myself. Um, I do actually like a Christmas, despite how it might mm-hmm. sound. I just, I like a very chill, um, private Christmas. Yeah. You like to clean. No, I don't like to clean. <laughs> I just like to have the house clean. Yeah. And watch movies and eat a bunch of stuff that I'm not supposed to eat. And yeah. then say, you know what? After this... We're I'm, we're gonna do better. New because year, new us. That's just too much crap that we've been eating, and then yeah. I don't ever follow through with that. Clearly, um, and then that's you know, that's the day. I don't want to deal with like traveling and traffic no, yeah. and like so much work. Oh, they're doing traffic stops here because people are probably loaded and driving on their way home. And sounds it's, fun. <laughs> I can't. I don't understand. Five thousand kids screaming all over the place. Not a good. Good time for me. I have to imagine that New Year's Eve is the worst night to drive. It's not a good time to drive. Um, Certainly not. Yeah, it's certainly more than Christmas. But I actually did go somewhere for the holidays once. I think it was Christmas Eve. And there was like a checkpoint. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I get it, obviously. But it's just, you know, it's ridiculous that you have to have a checkpoint because people can't put two and two together. Yeah, seriously. Don't drink and drive, guys. You can't have nice things. It's not cool. Um, anyhow, so we watched, um, we've watched a couple of things that have come out and some that have finally ended and all of that. Um, and we'll go through what we watched for the holiday, probably in the next episode. Um, but for this episode, this is what we got before, before the Christmases. And, um, so we, uh, I, I got... Paul to sit through a docu series. Mm-hmm. He's not a fan of them, as we know, as we know. Um, but I was just curious because so many people were talking about this, and so yeah, I had seen it, and then I sat through it again so that he could see it, uh, which we don't do very often. It's like very rare yeah. that 
I'll watch something and then make him watch it. Usually I'll stop, but I was like, uh, I didn't know how deep into the rabbit hole the story was going to go, so I didn't know to stop earlier. Mm. Um, and then uh, uh, we watched um, two more movies technically, but I don't know if we're going to talk about one of them. Yeah. I don't know how deep into that story you want to go. I mean, if you don't have something nice to say, you shouldn't say anything at that's all. How you know I, what I mean? That's how I feel. But the problem is that you're such a dork for this stuff that I know people are going to know that you watched it and forced me to sit through it. And mm-hmm. so it's like, what did you think? Because that's everybody's like, what did you think? So I don't know. We might have to talk about what we thought. I mean, I guess. Sure. You know, could... sometimes you have to be a bully. It's inevitable. Mm. We don't take pride in it. Yeah, but it it happens as a reviewer because that's what we are professional reviewers. In case you yeah. didn't know, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you got the memo, but that's what it is. That's how we make our living. <clears throat> yep, at being poor. Mm-hmm. That's how we sustain the poor yeah. is by doing our professional reviews. Um, and so sometimes you know, there's there's not great things to say, but the opinion is sought after, if you will. So well, we'll get into it. Anyhow. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to go over? I don't think so. Um, you know, Jonathan Majors is officially out of mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah Marvel. I think Disney was just waiting for a verdict. They got their verdict, and that's a that's you know, a, a whole lot to un, uh, unpack there with that story. That was probably the biggest news, I guess. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there's very few people are sort of. Um, embracing the gray area on that story it's like you're either on one team or another um and i find like i i don't like it's not uh it's not a strange occurrence to have people that are very talented be awkward and weird and speak weirdly and highly of themselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know i'm not so like some of the things that he was saying in recordings and stuff. I didn't hear all of them, but it's like, you know, you see stuff here and there that gets like posted on TikTok and stuff. And it's like, that's like, well, that's a weird way of saying that about yourself or yeah. like whatever. Um, but then, you know, there's videos of him like running away from her and her chasing after him. And I'm just like, it seems like this was a really toxic relationship yeah. on both ends probably. Yeah. And they shouldn't have been together. And being a celebrity, this is yeah. now going to get a bunch of attention. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, for his career, I guess. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what, like, if there's accusations of him being, like, physically abusive with her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if that's the case, then, like, you know, play stupid games, I guess, right? That's, I that's mean, what happens, look, he's certainly not relationship material. I think that's been established. Well, he's currently in a relationship whilst that's true. Actually. Whilst this is going on, so he managed to to nab one of those. Um, you know, I always say whenever something like this happens, you know, um, what do you always say? That anyone that has half a brain knows that, like, all right, now it's time to be on my best behavior, and hopefully, people can change from it. You know, I'm certainly not a sympathizer of his because it's like, you know, no no one will really know what happened. Stuff comes out in court and it's well i think it's that like, we actually have like we we we're not saying this from like facts that we've gone through we just yeah. like it's we overheard like oh that 
<clears throat> she made a claim there was like scratch near her ear or something. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, this footage kept like, I don't know. We're not going down the rabbit hole of every single one of those things. And like, look, if he is an abusive, physically abusive person, then, you know, that's what's going to happen. Like you're a celebrity. Yeah. You should know better. Go get yourself some help. Like, what yeah. do you, <laughs> you know, but if it's not the case, then. Like, it's just, it's very messy. Well, I think like most things, it's never a clear-cut case of anything, right? right. There's, you know, there's always a, a gray area and, you know, no one was really there to see what happened. Well, for some Clearly, cases, some are he, not. He he's not a nice person, so. I don't even you know. know that. Like, that's the thing is it's like, weird I, because I think it's... he's he's a strange, he has a strange way of expressing himself. And I think that from what I'd heard, it sounds like he thinks a, a whole lot of himself. Mm -hmm. But then there's also like going down the side of like he feels like he needs to uphold his his image, which I do understand. Like, yeah. It, so it's the irony of it. Right. That a lot of like the argument that I had heard, at least, was like of him having to uh, keep up appearances, basically. And then all of this winds up happening anyway. So mm -hmm. none of that came to fruition. Um, but it's yeah. just uh, if, you know, separating art from artists, which some people don't feel that should be done. But um, I I tend to with certain people depending on their the severity the of severity it, you know. of things. Although I am guilty with Tom Cruise, I shouldn't watch anything that fucking guy's in. Quite honestly, yeah. Um, but you know, depending on the severity of it, yeah. Uh, but I think Jonathan Majors, as an actor, is brilliant. He's an amazing actor. So it's really sad that uh, you know either this has happened or he's done this to his career, mm. whatever the case may be, so early into it because I think that he was sort of on the path of being like a heavy hitter. Yeah. Um, Marvel in the was betting big on him, so. Yeah, but not even on the Marvel aspect. I just mean like as an actor. Yeah. I, I think he was, he was heading down a good path there. So if this was something he, if he sabotaged that, that's unfortunate for him. If it was sabotaged for him that's obviously even more unfortunate i don't know i just uh i just i just wish that had not been the case because i was after um we had watched um lovecraft mm. um i was like who is this guy like you know i'd not seen i think i'd seen i'd seen his face before that but i couldn't name anything that he had been in yeah and um yeah he came he came about i mean look he's probably been doing this whole life but he did rise to popularity rather quickly um in in the public eye anyway and so you know that uh you know he's got some skeletons in the closet and we'll see you know as the year you know as the we'll see what happens in the coming years if this is something that can be bounced back from or if it can't you yeah know. we'll see we shall see um so moving right along to uh love has one on hbo you know i never know if it's hbo or max or whatever the hell we're what we have max so it's i know a, some things HBO. are like solely hbo Stupid. and then other things are max right yeah, do i understand I that correctly i don't know i don't even know if it's i understand max, this. the place to go to watch hbo or something and the, like yeah <laughs> but it's like what but now, like all these other, like Paramount is buying out, right, yeah, or something. Everybody's, com yeah, everyone's. I don't understand what's going on with the streaming orgy, but like we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Obviously, like once you're people were cutting like, the cord and they have were like able, four people controlling all yeah, of your media. Yeah, once they were able to monetize on streaming, we knew that it was like only a matter of time before we were gonna switch from overpaying our cable companies to overpaying streaming yeah. services. They'll get their so money. we were just we were just enjoying the ride 
at that moment. It's not like we didn't know that wasn't coming. Yeah. Um, we pay slightly less than we did with cable. Yeah, there's too much competition now, so everyone's buying everyone else too. Everyone's buying everybody else out. All the prices are going up, and you know, here we are. Um, okay, so on HBO, HBO Max, whatever the hell you want to call it, uh, there's a docu series called Love Has One. I think it's three episodes of three episodes of Memory mm. Serves, um, something like that. And um, the the crazy thing is that I remembered seeing this headline somewhere around 2020 ish or. 2021 so somewhere like that i had seen a headline for it and but there was like no real information it was just like they this woman was found and there was a cult and then you know it was still being investigated and then i obviously forgot about the whole fucking thing and never went back to kind of dig into what had happened there yeah we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic so it's understandable mm. And then this came out and immediately my memory was jogged. And I was like, yes, this was that story that I had seen. I was like, okay, so clearly there was a lot going on there. Yeah. Enough that this was made. Um, and this isn't normally, again, this isn't normally something that you would watch. But I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on this because I wanted very badly to talk about this and uh i've been forced to sit through enough marvel <laughs> things that i think it's only fair yeah. uh you know that you give me like three hours of a docuseries once a year yeah so um if for those who obviously spoilers we're going to talk about everything but for those who don't know uh this story is uh it's a it's it's a clusterfuck there's really no other way to put that more eloquently it's it's absolutely insane and um so um amy carlson was her given name who we know as mother god or whatever the hell she was um and uh was uh, guided by the spirit of robin williams as one does obviously as one does yeah um amongst others Amongst yeah, others, and and some that were still alive, even though they weren't supposed to be, because yeah. I, I their mood board. I was like, well, that person, not just the, I mean, the Trump one, obviously, we we clearly know that guy's alive, but there was like a couple other faces there that I was like, that they're not dead. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's the most random amount, like the most random yeah. handful of familiar faces musicians poets actors what have you mm. throughout history religious figures front seat to that robin williams was absolutely the vice president here okay yeah. uh and just i mean i would love to well i don't know that anyone has the answers or if she's explained herself but i just want to know how that mood board and these people got into their positions i mean mm. like clearly lots of drugs were done clearly mm -hmm. but why those people particularly that just how did we get to robin williams yeah. <laughs> that's just that's probably my biggest question here was more so question like i guess i don't really question so much the mindset that she had because that is very much the mindset of a cult leader Right. You know, they think they're God yeah. or they know they're not God, but there's a business here. They, yeah, they yeah. realize that this there's a power struggle and, and they're going to win and they could do that if they say that they're this person. But they don't actually believe they're that person. Um, and, you know, I mean, one would have to assume that in her mind, she had 
absolutely uh, taken a big old swig of of the flavor aid because she she died for the cause. Yeah. So it couldn't have just been about the control. It, yeah, she yeah. had to she had to subscribe to her own insanity mm-hmm. enough to to get to this point. Yeah. Um. I don't even know where to start. Well, this, um, so. Yeah. Crazy is going to crazy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What baffles me about all of this stuff you watch, all of these crazy things that you watch. Is, <laughs> How did we get here? I thought is, we were going to talk about the show. I know well, we're talking is, about my but, choices but it, in show. But okay. It, but it, it. I didn't know this was an episode about judgment. Go ahead. No, it's, but it's, it's, I'm just always so baffled that how much how great because this the twin flames thing was the same thing and um it's like how these people can yeah but twin flames is for sure a scam like they they, this is too but it's no 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 twin flames is a was a way like look yeah they they were making money both were making money regardless of my point but but, i don't what i'm saying is that i don't believe that the twin flames people actually believe what they're saying right but but the broader point being that um there's so many people out there that are willing to subscribe to crazy, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and I just find it. So see, I actually thought this story was going to be bigger in scope, um, it, you know, because, you know, they, How you so? know, well, you know, I thought they were going to have like millions of, you know, making millions of dollars or they had millions of subscribers and it wasn't that big. Um, and so, uh, I think that's what I was makes surprised. it more fascinating. I was surprised by how small it was, but yeah. it's still, it, but it's still, you still had people that are like willing to, maybe not kill themselves, but like you know, starve themselves, starve themselves. And <laughs> yeah, go through a lot of turmoil and and drama just to be part of this thing, mm-hmm. and um, it's just, it's just so crazy that people will follow these crazy people, people that otherwise seem like fairly put together like sometimes know. but there's always you know most of the, most of the time with this you can always go back to some kind of trauma in the life or, you know this and that and I, I don't know if that was the case with her she just seemed to be like all right i'm crazy now she no remember they had said something about the story with i believe her stepmother or something like that she'd had bruises on her yeah, and they yeah. didn't want to talk about it i don't know how deep that went or what was going on there but i think that that's what makes um, I think the, the most fascinating part about this story was not the leader. I think that was supposed to be the the whole focus, right? I mean, like if you're just kind of walking in on it, you're like, oh, this this documentary is about this woman and this this cult that she has started. But to me, the most fascinating part were the ongoing interviews of people that were not formally, some formally, mm-hmm. um, but mostly still subscribed to the idea. That to me was far more fascinating than her crazy because we've yeah. seen that a hundred times, right? We see somebody that goes like on this weird like God complex. They're otherwise normal. Something happens. They start developing followers. They start believing in crazy shit. And then they get people to just, you know, cheapen with them and boom, they're, they they go off the rails. Like we've seen that a hundred times. But the fact that they're, that the people in this documentary, we're, we're conducting these interviews as current members still invested in the storyline mm-hmm. to me was the craziest part of it. The yeah. craziest part of it that they were like, yeah, no, 
after everything happened, we still believe she is who we say she is and think mm -hmm. she is. Mm -hmm. And we're still doing podcasts about it. We're yeah. still doing shows. We're still like, uh, what? Yeah. What? What's? How does? I was really and how, like, not a single person is in jail. Yeah, that was the surprising <laughs> like, part to me was that there seemed and and look, nobody was like, nobody killed her direct. You know, no one like stabbed her with right. a knife or whatever. You know, she kind of uh, allowed this to happen to herself, and so the the culpability of her death is something that could be argued, I suppose. But had it not it been seemed, recorded, yeah, it seems like um, you know, having all this video of it all it was just it's just kind of weird how do you how do you litigate something like that right you know where it's like uh you know you're part of this cult and you're just doing what this this person wants you to do and drinking this silver crap and your face is blue and um you know that part was pretty wild and <laughs> silver like for crap we should I, I wonder if that's what's on the label there yeah, like silver right, crap. right there on the bottle yeah so they believe that there was silver. What was it? Silver. Colloidal, colloidal silver. Colloidal silver. Colloidal silver or something like. I, yeah. I've definitely heard of that before. There was a guy, I believe, in the nineties, eighties or nineties. I think was on Oprah. Somebody must remember this. Mm -hmm. Old guy, white beard. He was kind of like Appalachian type dude who was blue. Like the whole. I think their whole family was blue because they were using that as a supplement, and that yeah. is something that happens. Um. And I yeah. think that an argument could be made for the culpability, like I said, had it not been recorded, right? If somebody had said, well, look, right. there's we, we have all these shows on YouTube where she's obviously, she's this is her group, she's invested, mm -hmm. she's turned blue, she's aware, she supports it, mm -hmm. this is her choice, right? These What, what are they going to do, right? They, yeah. she, she did what she wanted to do and she died and what are you going to do about it? Um, but it was the fact that everything was recorded both on paper and on on film, if you will, uh, of the complete decline of her health, of them carrying her and wheeling her around and then throwing her in a tub with pillows and blankets and stuff, which I was like, yeah. what's going on? How on earth did we wring that out? Yeah. What a mess. Those pillows had to go straight to the garbage. Um, and like at that point, are you not culpable? It's like, well, look, this person can't even speak. Yeah. Right, so refusing to take her, what, to the 3D hospital, I believe it was? Yeah, 3D hospital, yeah. Right. Um, and so that scene to me, I want to say Colorado. Was that Colorado where she died technically? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think, I think so. it was Colorado. I don't remember. Refresh my drink uh, if, if you know out there. But um, that scene in the last episode of that whole scenario to me was just, like I was just glued to like, what is happening right now? Am I watching this? Like, is this actually happening? And they're sitting here with like the, 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 uh, what is it? EVP odometer. Is that, did I say oh, that? Yeah. It's an EVP odometer, right? They it's use something... that for like when they do ghost tours and shit like that. Yeah. It, I it, mean... it supposedly detects electromagnetic electricity or, or, or electrical something currents or something I, I had to i almost said pvc and i was like that's not right that's a material that our pipes are made out of yeah um <laughs> it's switched around yeah um a bit add some different letters yeah uh, but i was like okay i think it's that evp thing and you know of course they would have that of course they would have that on hand yeah um and so i'm convinced that 
with all of this, the colloidal silver, colloidal silver, whatever, however it's pronounced, between that and all of the alcohol, that she was sort of pickled internally. Yeah. Um, which is going to affect the decomp. And also, to be fair, she was decomping well before she was decomping. She was decomping whilst alive. Yeah. Like when you That must have been like a, a wild kind of autopsy. That had to have been also so painful. Think of think yeah. of how that would feel, right? Because somebody who dies at a natural weight, even of, of illness, but if they're at a, a normal weight, right, of course, obviously, they're going to pass, they're going to go into rigor, they're going to stiffen up, then they're going to loosen up, their body's going to pool if they're laying flat, it's going to turn purple underneath, that's where the, the blood pools from your body. And then you start to decomp. We've got uh, uh, maggots, we've got flies, we've got bloat, We've got leakage, and mm. then you mummify. That's just the it's the beauty of being a human being, right? Yeah. Um, but if you're already in the process of decomp because there was nothing to her, I mean, there wasn't much to bloat because there wasn't much fat in her body, right? Yeah. There was there weren't many fluids because at that stage you can barely hold anything down. So she is beyond dehydrated. Um, she's obviously malnourished, and she's got liver cirrhosis that's not even a question yeah i mean she had she liver didn't disease. even have a liver anymore. she had liver disease so yeah. she was she, it appeared to me that she was at a point of alcoholism where she had to drink to yeah, sustain those, her life yeah. so you know she's got nothing in her system but alcohol she's obviously not eating especially not when you're making the world's worst quesadilla and you're not bringing her the chicken parm that she clearly should be yeah. having um i mean look there, there's not much of her, with her that i agree with but a good chicken parm, <laughs> man, nothing like it. Hits the spot. You know? <laughs> it really hits the spot. If she would have just led with that, I may have been susceptible. You may have been in cult. that cult, sir. Yeah. yeah. You may have Let, been the... The chicken parm cult. Well, let's just hope that you would have been the, the, the tech guy. Yeah, I probably would have been the nerd or something. You would have been able to make it away with millions. You would have been uh, financing. would have been shooting their, their <laughs> podcast. Um, so... <clears throat> You know, when you consider, you take all those things into consideration, there isn't a whole lot to decomp the way a regular person would. So, of course, they are now going to take this as this sign from, what were they, what were they called? The Galactics. The Galactics. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, a sign from the Galactics that she was, in fact, you know, she could not be killed. She was still alive. They're, well, they were going to, she was going to. Her Earth body was going to die, but yes, then but she was going to come back, right? Well, the Galactics were going to come get the body or get, right. get her soul or yes. whatever, but they were actually physically going to go there and get it. That's they had to go to Colorado because of that mountain or whatever that a lot of cult people believe is some kind of yeah. gateway. Did to they the, believe that as well? I, I'm not sure. I don't sure, know if but, they subscribe to that mountain, but I know other people. But have, it was yeah. it was a uh, it was a uh, it was pointed out in yeah the, in the yeah, box, so. yeah well i think they pointed that, that out because that's why so many place people go to colorado because yeah. of that mountain it's believed to have it, it's it's what's unique about this docuseries is like you said earlier like the the access they had you know they were just interviewing people they were just interviewing the people that were involved in it mm -hmm. all like during the dot you know it wasn't like a look back at it and they talked to some people that were in it or knew somebody that was in it or the parent of the people which they did those people as well but then they were also interviewing the people directly involved in it mm -hmm. um which was pretty interesting to kind of see um i i just want to know like i have to wonder if the authorities there just went like are we prosecuting and it's like 
For what? I don't, how are, well, what's crazy to me is how, that like, I don't know. I like, want to know the. I, I would like to know the 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 logistics on the legal standpoint of how yeah. they just went like, uh, you're not culpable. I get you're right on camera. They're not culpable. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you were sleeping with the body. Not culpable. Well, that's the weird. <laughs> like, that's the that's that's how? the weirdest part is that even if they're even if she let's just say she killed herself. Let's just say for you to like bring her body across state lines and like not report it and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like if I just feel like there's definitely something not legal about that. There, well, there isn't because it's, uh, you know, how you handle the how you handle remains. There's there are legalities to that. I think to be fair, I mean, there were they were arrested initially. So I guess there was some time done, but probably not a whole lot. Not yeah. as much as we would assume there would be because yeah. she was a, a willing participant in this for the most part. Um, it just, I just, I was just kind of like baffled that there wasn't a bigger, um, story there on the legal standpoint of right. what was going on. Um, also just like the fact that they could even have six figures in a bank account that that many people were subscribing to. Yeah. They had over a quarter of a million dollars and we have to assume because this had been going on for a while that this is all after taxes if they paid any, but if... If, I'm gonna assume, go with no. I'm gonna assume <laughs> maybe. That, I'm gonna assume that know. they did because because the guy was a financial. Like, he was planner. a financial guy, and you know they would be coming after him for the money if he didn't pay the taxes on it. And so, you know, ha having taken the tax part in account into account, then yeah, I mean they made uh, over half a million dollars at that point, and so well, not they, he he did. Yeah, because... so there was this money guy, and he was sus from the beginning because he didn't really he's just kind of always in the corner on his computer doing his thing mm -hmm. and uh i knew that so the guy basically turned on everybody you know at the end when when she did finally pass he sh he shoveled all the money into a different account that he wiped it all dry and then just was like well he kept the properties in his name he, he was smart enough to keep name. properties in his name so that's how they got caught because they went back to that property and, uh, you know, he called the cops as if he had no idea why they were there and just completely eliminated himself from uh, the equation there and got them kicked out. But it, during that welfare check or whatever, because yeah. there there were children or maybe at that time, I don't remember, I don't or remember. something like that. Um, they went to check on her. And obviously she's, you know, uh, she's on the bed like a, a holiday version of, of Bernie Lomax. Um, you know, had Weekend at Bernie's taken place in Christmas, there that that was the scene right there, just yeah. wrapped up with Christmas lights. Um, so they, I had seen a couple, you know, uh, comments and, and conversations about that guy. Um, I'm just going to throw a controversial uh, a, a hit here in that I think that guy was a fucking genius. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bad for what he did at all because it's it's basically you've got a criminal who tricked a bunch of criminals. <laughs> like, I don't With the like money to guy me, or the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Like people, you know, some people were like, oh, and then this guy, you know, he, you know, like he came in out of the dark and then wiped them all out. And I'm just like, um, you were deliberately, uh, sponging off of people's finances yeah. taking their money when they came into the group and then peddling this bullshit and all of your weird fucking sprays and tinctures and shit yeah. uh onto the onto your onto your your online 
community, right? And getting them to, and then guilting them into giving money. And like with an attitude also, not even being like, hey, come help. But like the the the, the actual delivery being like, don't you want her to have the, sprink, the sprinkle dress? You fucking assholes. You know? She and wants it's a like, dune buggy for Christ's yeah, sake. It's like, do your fucking job. So I'm like, oh, that's, that's the delivery yeah. we're going to have. Okay. I don't feel bad for any of you people. Not a single one of you. I feel bad. I feel bad for the people that subscribe to it in parts of their life where they were vulnerable. Yeah. And then later, like during the, the people that were interviewing that were like, yeah, this was fucking crazy. Like, yeah, and, yeah. and th that realized it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think that there's a lot to be said for where you're, your mindset goes when you have dealt with trauma or, or addiction or depression and then you find a place that makes you feel differently or a group of people that makes you feel differently, that is a very uh, life-altering thing and that can put you in a really vulnerable position. Um, so for those who, who made the mistake and then realized it, I feel sorry for them, but for the people who are actively in it, who are still in it, who deceived all of their followers and who believed this crap, I don't feel sorry for them. Like you were, you were dumb enough to put all of your money into yeah. this person. And that's the other thing. It's like, oh, he stole our money. It's like, were you using it? You weren't yeah. even using you the were money. You were starving yourselves yeah. in honor of her. Yeah. You idiot. <laughs> like, so, I don't feel yeah. sorry for you. Like if I, first of all, if I join this this commune of people, if you will. And the first rule in is like, hey, I'm going to go grab a slice. And they're like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. We're done. Yeah. Okay. Hand me all of your money is where you've lost me. Even mm -hmm. if I was in enough of a, a of a low state to, 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 to step through the doors and, and entertain what you're doing here. The second we got to the part where I hand you all of my worldly possessions and then work my ass off to get you a dune buggy. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Okay. So if you continue into that, okay. Yeah. Here's what happens. Yeah. This guy was not hiding who he was. They didn't in 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 to be fair. He's they, like, I'm the money guy. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. so you know that you're running a you're running a Ponzi scheme here that is is so is so elaborate that you need a money guy. Yeah. So the fact that that money guy turned on you. Shocker. No. And the fact that he was look, isn't it interesting how like he was always like in the, it, when you're watching it, knowing what he does at the end. Since I watched it twice, mm -hmm. I was able to kind of watch it differently. So the second well, time I was, around, I was, I was keeping my watching, eye on I, I had always had my eye. I think yeah. it was like the, the beginning of the second episode. I was like, there's that money guy. He's, yeah, he was, he no was suspicious from the jump. And he would always kind of just hover in the shadows, mm -hmm. right? Every once in a while, he would be part of some kind of video where he would ask for money or whatever. Yeah, but, but... nothing really big. And then yeah. when all of that crap started happening, right, like the big stuff, notice who wasn't there because yeah. he's like, I'm not going to that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not going to all of this. Uh he had to sort of like keep himself, just keep himself involved, involved just enough, but not completely subscribe to the to the crazy, so that he could be like, oh, yeah, I wasn't in the hotel when yeah. they were letting her die. That wasn't me. I wasn't there. Um, and he could say anything at that point, right? Like he told him not to do it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like who knows? Um, and then you know the 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 character that I found, and I do say character because they they are characters that I found the most. Um, I guess fascinating was Father God. My yeah. dude was like 17 shades of contained unhinged. Yeah. 
it, it's just like I've never seen. Yeah, I've somebody. never seen a person look and act so unhinged, but in the most contained manner ever. Which to me is the scariest kind yeah. of person, right? Because people that are just you know trying to bite their the own guy face is a, is a villain straight out of a movie. Straight out of a movie. Uh, props to the to our moment of Pantera though. He's a Pantera fan, so where she got you on Chicken Parm, he probably would have sucked me in really quickly with Pantera. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit, okay, we got some tunes here. Well, he was abusive, and you know she yeah. was no stranger to abusive relationships. So, you right. Know. But then the crazy thing was right. The crazy thing was that he was abusive, like ab- abusive in his power. Yeah. To my knowledge, I don't. I don't think anybody spoke about him being physically like. <sighs> Uh, attacking him or attacking them or anything but no he had this abuse of power right a vulgar display of power if you will yeah (laughs) anybody okay um and then he went off the deep end with the meth and they were like oh no you can't play with us like you can't sit here you're like you're too crazy for us can you imagine how crazy you have to be for them to be like listen you you, you're too crazy even for us you gotta for this cult you've got to go sort that out and then he got off of the meth and then came back and they seemed cool with him i guess at that point so in a way right in the in an ironic way it improved his life i mean he did benefit (laughs) from being in this cult right in this weird strange sort of way mm-hmm. um but I think watching was... him try to catch the air and um yeah. he had this thing that like so right away like the actor side of me started watching him like this character developed like the writer actor in me mm-hmm. was just like this is a character like if i've ever seen one and he had this little thing that he would do that um if i ever got to play a crazy character you you'll you you're hearing it here first 100% stealing that from him not even going to say i came up with that um he would do this thing where he would make the point that he was making while staring dead into the camera and smiling never not smiling it didn't matter what he was talking about he always had this very like sort of sinister grin and then he would smile teeth clenched and go you see and he'd always say that really low You see, we had to travel across with her body because the Galactus were going to come get her, you see. So and and it was I was like that dude was fascinating. When he would talk, I was just like, oh, what is he going to say next? Like, I just want to hear what this guy is talking about because he believed in what he was saying so hard. Yeah. Like the girl that one girl that was running the podcast, the one whose mom was trying to like get her yeah. out and all that stuff. She was annoying the shit out of me because she had such an ego on her and she yeah. was really aggressive. But he was like, he had he followed the belief, but in such a like just such a calm way. That guy, like that guy's brain's got to be studied. Yeah, I would love to know what's going on in his noggin. Like it, there is just it is just firing off constantly. <laughs> Um, that guy to me was just like the star of the, of, of the entire documentary. It was just like, what the hell? Yeah. The hell is going on with this guy? Yeah. He was, he was, a he was, he who was conducts an else. interview shirtless and eating pizza? <laughs> like, yeah. My dude gave zero fucks. I yeah. was just, I was so invested in this guy. I still am like, what is this dude doing? Yeah. What is he doing? What are they? And, and, and what's interesting is, you know, after, you know, she passed and, and that you know everyone started to sort of return back to normal life but still with one foot into this whole thing but you know they were reconciling with their parents and um 
that sort of thing. And so I found that very interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I also was like from the that girl. I, always, I forgot her name because they all had weird names, right? She mm-hmm. renamed them all. Um, the the podcast, I would just call her the podcast girl, the YouTube girl. Um, from her mother's perspective, I'm like, what a position to be in, right? Where the option is that you have no contact with your kid because she didn't for a long time. Or you have to sort of um, you have to sort of entertain the insanity to maintain an open line of yeah. communication where she's going like, yeah, but, um, you know, she's at peace now because she was in so much pain. Other mother. And, you know, as a mom having to be like, right. Right. Well, it's that thing of like, do I, I want to have. I, I don't know if I have that gene. I, I don't do think I I'm capable. Do I want to have this broken relationship or do I want to have no relationship at all? And everybody yeah. has a different threshold. Everyone has that, a so. different threshold. I guess I just feel because it's not like, um, okay, it's not like, oh, hey, I've decided to be. I'm into like I'm leading a BDSM group and you're like, wow, that's not where I thought you were going to go with your life. But that is your choice and it's consenting. And so there's that. It's that like what you're what you're involved in. There was an actual dead body. And like you were traveling with a dead body and saw no problem with that. So that's the part where I'm like, yeah, I would probably just have no relationship because it's not like she went into porn. Yeah. Okay. It's not like you found out she had an OnlyFans page and you're like, really wanted a better life for you. But well, I mean, what are you going to do? If you had that OnlyFans, you'd probably have a lot more money. Yeah. But you'd probably be giving it to the Galactics, right? Yeah. Um, Getting it from. So, uh, like as a parent, I have to wonder, like, is it worse that she even entertains that for the sake of having the relationship? Oh, because right. it's like, you know, I don't know. As a parent, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, this. you need help. You need to be in at a hospital you need to you need many medications we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to exercise this out of you there's just no way like how how um but you know i guess that's what she's doing because you can hear in her voice she's like here we go uh but yeah so anyway it's a it's an absolutely crazy story and uh you know so many people that who've watched it have just been like what the hell was going on here it was a lot it, it was a lot uh, it was a lot and then also not a lot at the same time. It was because it was just so basic and simple, right? Yeah. They were just like, oh, yeah, she's always, Mother God. These are the Galactus. Give us your money. Give us your money. That was basically the whole it's cult. It's always interesting when these cults or whatever uh, utilize social media, you know, yeah. because it's like, I don't think, you know, it's the cults that don't that are the scare, really scary ones. I don't even know if you can have a cult without media yeah. now. Honestly, I feel like there's Especially always if you some want aspect those young kids of it. With yeah, their phones. If you, if you want people, you, you you need your cult app. Yeah, because back in the day, one one could say, well, people didn't get uh, members with the internet fifty years ago. Like, no, they didn't. But people weren't on the internet fifty years ago, so you had access to people. Yeah, you know, so you were able to pull people in. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, that was our take on that. Did you, what did you, did you regret watching it? Were you like, eh. No, of course not. Were you entertained at I least by the crazy? I never watching those anything. They're always entertaining and, and crazy and stuff, you know. It's just, um, yeah, it's yeah. just crazy. So um, another show, oh, uh, yeah, another show that had come out that we, uh, as you know, we like to wait. I don't like going week to week. Um, that we were 
anticipating the end of, mm-hmm. pun intended, yeah. uh, so that we could just binge through it, was A Murder at the End of the World. Uh, we're, we're fans of Zal and Brit. We usually watch, uh, you know, anything that they make together. Yeah. Always, I know, I've been uh, a fan fans of their work for, Jesus Christ, uh, well over a decade now. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Sound of... Sound of My Voice was the first thing that we yeah. had watched of theirs. And, um, watched we, everything since. Yeah, watched everything since. And uh, we've always appreciated not only their work, but just the fact that they worked together and that have, mm-hmm. they've maintained that throughout the years, which is always cool because, you know, we are film partners and, yeah. you know, they're not a couple, but they're friends. And so we... Um, we usually follow that. I don't always love everything that they do, but I, sure. it, you know, it's it's kind of like a, you know, it's like with anybody that whose whose work you do enjoy, it's like it, it's going to be hit or miss miss sometimes. And, and I think that's hit, always the. Uh, it, I think it's important that we don't lose sight of that because it's, you know, people like those two that are taking swings at ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like none of some, not everything's going to land, and I think that that's important because if you're not taking bold chances then you're not really you know you're just doing whatever yeah so um this was starring emma corin Britt marling of course uh harris dickinson um there was so many people because they had the they had the whole crew uh clive owen you know uh, be a familiar face there um also um alice braga who has been in a, a bunch of stuff over the years um and so I'd have to say that most of their stuff I've really enjoyed. I liked Another Earth. I really liked that concept a lot. Mm-hmm. The East. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what was the last show? The one, the Netflix one? OA. The OA, yeah. OA for me was like two seasons, three seasons. Two. I don't remember. I don't remember now. If um only we had some way to find you out. Ha- they had me. They had me definitely in the first season. Yeah. Um. I I loved the idea of it. Um. And it was uh. It, it was just like I I wanted to know where it was gonna go. It was two seasons. So that first season, I was like, yes. The second season, I was like, you had me in the first half of it, and then they started to just lose me pretty quick. Um. There's a lot of talk about whether the abrupt ending was intentional that it was supposed to be like she got hurt on set and therefore the show ceased to be because the actress was the you know because they did this whole like jumping worlds kind of interconnected and um it got too fantastical for me at Mm. the end um i didn't love that uh, the very end I thought was interesting, but like when we were leading up to that, I, it's, it, the big was the big octopus, right? Yeah. Was, I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I don't do enough drugs for this. That's the problem. That's the problem. The problem is I didn't, I didn't trip on enough acid to really like. But again, appreciate they're doing this. something. But original yeah, that's and what trying. I'm saying. Like yeah. I don't. This isn't where my brain would go, but I appreciate an original idea. I'll take this over a remake. Yeah. I'll take you losing me for like five episodes of two seasons over like watching something that we've already seen just with new people. Um, And so um, this for me, it, it lost me slightly towards the end. Mm. Um, But I still did like overall enjoyed it. it. It wasn't like, Oh God, I was invested in what was going on the whole time. It was a very, very, um, uh, a, a really successful execution of a whodunit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind and of the basically whole point. what it was, right? It's just a, a murder mystery. It was a giant murder mystery, yeah. You know? 
it was uh, uh, eight episodes, six episodes, seven, seven episodes. That was close. Um, and, and it was it was a big whodunit. And um, I did have my suspicions. Initially, I thought it was um, the guy with the beard that yeah. had been talking to him and whatever. Um, because when he sat down at the table, he had this really different response from everybody else to his mm-hmm. death. And so I was like, oh, I suspected him. And then I was like, the kid... The kid was suspect to me only because he didn't really belong there. Like he didn't serve a purpose. So I was like, he mm. must be here for a reason. Yeah. Um. So I didn't connect the uh, obviously the medical kit. Like I thought that was pretty clever. Mm-hmm. But then also it was kind of like there was such a buildup. And then at the end it was like, oh, that was it. Yeah. That's what happened, which I guess might have been the point. Well, right. Everybody had overblown this thing. Yeah. And it was like, no, it was a, well, it was think- a simple you know, issue. I think these these things are really, really tough. You know, even for talented people, because you're dealing with a whole series of who done it, who did this thing, and then you have all of these twists and turns, and you're building up this huge suspense for it to just be one thing. You know, yeah. oh, it's that person because they loved this other person and didn't tell it, whatever. That you know, and so I feel like these things are almost destined to fail because we as viewers are building this whole thing and f- trying to figure it, figure it out with the, with the show. And, you know, so I, it's interesting to kind of see how this media medium has evolved into being much more, you know, having more, you know, things in the pot to, to, to kind of figure it out. This person was attacked in a room, but it wasn't the same killer. And, mm. Or, or whatever and it was it was i i thought the ending was interesting um but i don't feel like any ending would have well, justified it because they i feel like in order to i thought have, they went too far with it is it just yeah, me where the, the, when um, when we uncovered that it was the ai it was like oh and it it could have ended there right just with the fact that number one you can manipulate this it can be dangerous right mm-hmm. and how technology has taken over blah blah blah. Yeah. message message then we start getting into the room and he turns into oz and there's hand yeah, sanitizer that, and i'm like what the part, fuck is that happening? part was weird because you had this ai <laughs> we didn't that, need that that was literal you couldn't say like hit the lights because it didn't understand right. what that meant but then at the end He's like pleading to the, exactly. the girl of uh, the the girl the the kid to be like what a, don't don't you want to play with me anymore right. and blah 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 and it was like it didn't want to die exactly and so that was uh, kind of weird that, that you could have taken that whole thing that out whole and, scene was and, completely unnecessary yeah. it didn't it, you didn't need any of that because if you if you if you don't if you're not uh, fans of their work then you may not have seen the the message the the social message that was coming through we we knew it was coming i knew that that was coming because that's how they write and that's how they, well, yeah, they there's function no to, there's no way to, to so, miss the to miss the message no but somebody but. but if somebody's not a fan of their work they may have seen this as a straightforward whodunit mm. that happened to be a tech guy but right. with them it's there there's always a message I, in what you know in the environment and things like that and what we're doing with tech and so i knew that it was going to all wrap up with that i just didn't you know i i I, they did a good job i didn't piece it all together but i knew that that was going to happen because that is kind of their their wheelhouse there 
but yeah, the whole it the wasn't powerful just Oz be like scene, somebody who was jealous of somebody no, else trying to, you know, it was going to be a no, whole thing. The powerful Oz scene was just like we that was the that was the octopus. Yeah, that was the octopus, uh, the octopus for me, where I was just like, why? And, think, and we didn't. Need and I this. think you know they had a, a lot of people there, but they didn't they didn't really focus in a lot of the character other yeah. characters, and so it was hard to either assume them or eliminate them because you didn't really know a lot about these other people you yeah, know spent yeah. so much time with the main characters and the flashbacks and the flat to me see like to me which i thought was too much but well i i don't know i felt like the flashbacks were the strongest part like that could have been its own series and i would have i would have preferred to watch that yeah but that's Not what that i that's bad. what i, I mean by too much good. because it was a different show there yeah. were too many of that them that was so interesting to me and yeah. how their relationship evolved mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out this silver person you know this you know and then it was the cop and all this sort of stuff. and i felt like that I felt it f- from the first episode, I was like, I want to, I want to go Follow back that to, story. Yeah. to that story because that to me was was much more interesting, yeah. and not that the other one wasn't interesting necessarily. It's just that I, I felt more drawn to that storyline. Um, that character felt displ- her her character Darby felt displaced to me because she only existed to solve the mystery. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, she solves mysteries. That's what she does. Okay, well, then that's that. That's the character that we'll have in there. But then you put all of this focus on what she had been doing before she got there, and they were completely disjointed, right? It was like that was one story that got forced into this story. And also, why did she never like having a shirt on? Mm-hmm. There, like they would, there would be moments where it was like, hey, we're going to have these two characters have a really deep conversation. Um, all right, let's take their shirts off. Because, I mean, as an audience... There's no way that they're going to understand the message that we're trying to get across here if they have clothes on. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like she would rip her top off at the most random times and then be like, hey, it's cold in here. And it's like, hey, have you ever thought of clothing, you know, in Iceland? Yeah. Maybe not running around in a bra in Iceland or not even a bra. Like there's a scene where like from the distance, it's just tits out. And I'm like, why? That was probably the most jarring and confusing thing for me coming from them now so i don't know how much of this is studio if they're like hey we need tits we got to have tits in here somewhere otherwise there's no show it's like i just could not picture them making that making such a point of that Mm. as writers like they they don't they that's never been their kind of forte in work i've never seen brit marling's tits in anything so i'm like i'm like why why are we seeing hers so often like why is this girl never clothed and or so, like, usually scantily clad, if you will, to to, I mean, to sound pro- like an old. Pr- it just it made no sense like, to the scene. What, you know, it was like her being on Adderall, like that makes you want to, you know, you hate clothes touching you or something. Maybe I don't know. What? That, don't no, know. look, the scene where they're having sex is the scene where they don't have clothes on. I understand that. That's actually where I embrace it because then you watch a show where they're like they're having sex almost fully clothed, and it's like no one does that. It's a sex scene. Okay, fine. You have a sex scene in here. That makes complete sense. But it was just like she would go into her room, be upset, and then just rip off her clothes. And I was like, is this a thing? I don't. I, okay, sure. I, I don't know if yeah. like, you know, if, if the tattoos on his body had their own contract, they had to have a certain amount of screen time because Homeboy also did not have a shirt on a lot of the times or was tanked the rest of the time. It was like, mm-hmm. we must see these very realistic air quoting tattoos on him at all times like i would think you would want to not focus on those yeah it was it was 
like to the point where it was like, oh my god, like why, why? I'm not able to focus on what's happening here because you, he looks like a, a fucked up coloring book, and it's just like, yeah, what the, that that choice just did not make any sense to me. Also, if somebody could clarify the hotel that they busted into that they weren't paying for, were they just hanging out there for days on end? Like you're telling me that yeah. the guy who owned this place didn't realize that that room had people in it that didn't pay for it? Yeah. Okay, uh, you know there were little things here and there that were just so strange, and like overall, I really liked the show. But the the thing with the with her shirt always coming off just was like so out of character, and it just was unnecessary. Um, but then there there were the moments that really got me, where it was like, so she's asking the droid a really simple question about addiction. And the 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 ins and outs of uh, injecting yourself. And I'm like, girl, you're like practically the town coroner. How would you not know that a drug user, an intravenous drug user would likely not use their non-dominant hand to shoot up? Yeah. Like, why are you asking that question? That to me was just like you you could tell me everything about what would happen to somebody post-mortem. But you don't know that the answer to that question, like yeah. so, it was like these. The message was really strange sometimes, where it's like it's like like she seemed smart and then she didn't because it was that that was just like that's not something that she would ask. She would know that she would absolutely know that. Well, you had to let the audience know somehow. And she's like, "Does this mask mean anything to you?" And she's like, "No." And here's why. Well, yeah. then it did. I, <laughs> have you ever seen this before? No, I only saw it this one time. When <laughs> yeah. So you have seen the mask. So the mask does mean something to you. Yeah. What it was like little things like that in the writing that it was like, she just answered the question and then didn't answer the question at the same time and yeah. the little things like that. I mean, they weren't major, but it was enough yeah. that like when they happened, we were like, what? Like we kind of laughed, especially at that part. Where she's like, "Does this mask mean anything to you?" And she's like, "No, I'd only seen it this one time." When blah blah blah, we're like, "Okay." Yeah. And then um, there was like this weird thing where when um, Darby found the fake ID and wig. Yes. And then she's like, "Oh my god!" And then Britt Marling's character starts acting exactly. Evil. Yes. And I was like, uh, "What?" But she's not. So why would you act that? That way would not have been that the way that character responded to that. And yeah. they're gonna say it's like, "Oh, the 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 mommy in her woke up," and uh, yeah. it's like, "No, no, that's not." She didn't respond to anything that was going on with that type of aggression until that moment. So yeah. it really didn't make sense. Um, and I only, you know, we we get nitpicky because the show is so good. If the show is bad, we wouldn't yeah, I, care I, about I the, think it the had... little things. But there, I think for me at least, overall, the the show was was really good, and it was really refreshing to have a yeah. an original story written by a person who, you know, are people that like are interested in storytelling as mm -hmm. an art form. And so, yeah. you know, there was so much good stuff about this. A lot of the suspense. I mean, it looked. Um, I, I thought it looked amazing. Really pretty, yeah. I thought the the cinematography was like top notch in this. It's just so well done. Um, so many amazing. I mean, shots that's not and, hard to do in Iceland, also. Well, even the stuff that wasn't in Iceland looked amazing. That's true, but, but um, it's hard. It's hard not to get know, pretty there, shots in just, Iceland. Yeah, but there's just decisions, you know, like the the um uh the the astronaut. What was her name? She's like racing back on this. Alice. Braga's character. Yeah, she's like racing back on black ice and snow, yeah. and I'm like, why are you going so goddamn why? fast? Yeah, yeah. So, well, to 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 actually touch on that. Also, before I get to my point, I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quickly point out that um, 
not the, I don't know if like the stairs were built with Lincoln logs, but I don't know how anybody yeah. ever got up like and down three those screws out and the whole thing was basically like, oh. like sneezed on them yeah. and they just fell on top of themselves. I was like, wow. OK, um, but then also let's just, you know, I'm just going to point it out. Let's, let's throw this out here uh, at the top of the stairs. There's no way that that amount of blood splatter would have made it onto his face at the bottom of the stairs mm. at that basement. I, I, the, the amount of blood that made it to him was egregious with a handgun. Yeah. Had he been standing facing him and then shot his face off in front of him, I'd be like, yeah, there you go. That makes sense. But when that happened, I actually got confused for a second because I was like, I know that's not supposed to imply that from at the top of those stairs with a handgun, this guy, especially the way he fell, mm -hmm. doesn't make any sense. There's no way that would have happened. He would have had to have blown his head off sideways. Like yeah. most people, you either go under your chin or in your mouth, you know, and you go up. So there would have been no way that it would have blown out this way. It would have shot out through the top of his head or perhaps through his forehead. And he mm -hmm. wasn't like that. I was just like, what is this? And then they're just sitting in a tub of blood together. <laughs> nope. <Yeah. laughs> we're not doing that. That's something that we're not going to do. Um, gross. But the so the the one like uh, sort of uh, inconsistency and accuracies here for me was that when they went to the shoreline and found the emergency boat, mm -hmm. they hop back onto the snowmobile and they seem to be going a good freaking while. And Alice Braga clearly wanted to be like a race car driver in her past life because whether it's a snowmobile or a car, girl yeah. is hauling ass, right? Yeah. And so it's not like five seconds later, the snowmobile gives out. It's like they're going. So they've been going a while and they're going fast. Breaks down. Then they proceed to walk for what seems like another century. Wasn't like they, it took them five seconds to get to the car. They were walking, okay? And then, and then they're hauling ass in this car for God knows how long before they crash, which was not right by the house that they were, the hotel either. That's pro who knows how many miles before we had the hotel. So explain to me how Britt Marling and her size two frame carried Danny Torrance all the way to the shoreline unassisted. There was no tents. We did not have food. We did yeah. not have shelter. There is, I mean, when I tell you, it looked like it had to have been 15, 20 miles that she would have had to have hauled that kid over to that shoreline yeah. in the snow. Okay. Not even just like walking during the summer, like on, you know, and on grass or road, but in the snow. Absolutely not. I was so confused by that because I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean she's walking? Like they took a car to a snowmobile. Her, no problem. Yeah. To, like she would have left Follow tracks in the all snow. the yeah. way to the thing. I'm like, uh so that that was like little moments in the writing that with like the dumb questions that she would ask seemed a little like someone dropped the ball there, it got a little lazy. Like I get the point was that she had to get away and then how would she get away there in Iceland? But like you have to make something like that make sense. I, it, it bugged me a little bit because I was just like, she's not making that. Yeah. She's not making that. Yeah. Like a professional mountain climber would 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 have 50 pounds of backpack for the things that they would require to survive that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like with her purse do 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 do. Another person or kid. I was like, what? what? The, how the distance worked because when he snuck out to deliver the message, she followed him out there. 
you know, the the bearded guy. Was yeah, to, to do the I SOS. think that was closer to them. And then they went out there, but when they went out there, they brought the snowmobile to them. Right. So I was like, how far is this? Not, how yeah. far is the thing? Because in order to see the, the red light, it can't be that far. Exactly. So yeah, distances were kind of weird. I, I wasn't 100% sure as as to what, how far everything was. I get it. They're going to be like, guys, I know the bigger picture. And it's like, yeah, but you know, I guess it's like when you have a story that's based on so much detail, yeah. that's a really important detail to not be able to explain, I guess, you know? Well, that's so, the thing, you know, that's the curse of, of you know, writing a, a good complex story is that you're going to have nitwits like us kind of like diving into it and, you know. Well, I mean, I think it's a reasonable question yeah, to be course. like, you're in Iceland, not prepared. How did you walk that entire... Well, yeah, you know, like I that's... think it's stuff that can be written around. Just make this places closer or whatever. Because if you, know, you remember, like... I said... Oh, well, like we don't before they explained, you know, where when they show her being in the boat and shooting off the flare and stuff. I was like, well, she could be dead for all she knows, which I assume she probably was. I'm like, well, she died in the snow with that kid, clearly. Right. Because like she didn't make that. No one's making that with with the amount of with the lack of supplies that she had rather yeah. um look yeah nitpicky things um it's like it's like m night for me i watch whatever they do and i may not love it but i i support the fact that they, they have, have, I think they have creative a ideas success rate for me than than m night does they do but like for me when m night hits he hits really hard so yeah, it's it just it just depends yeah it's just, I, I don't know i well, i guess it's because for m night it's like bigger scale you know yeah. it's um so, yeah, I just I, I I'm glad I watched it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always going to support for original storytelling and all that fu- fun stuff. And and when you have creators like this that just love creating, and you know, I have to assume they went with effects over like Netflix or Apple or Amazon or something because they probably got more creative freedom. What was FX? F, that's what I said. I thought you said Netflix. Sorry. No, they, why they went with the oh, okay. FX over any other company is because um probably gave them more creative freedom or or whatever yeah um i'm just gonna tell myself that they that that fx was like we have to have some boobage i'm just gonna go with that i don't know i i feel like there's there's probably a because why there's probably a story in there for that that we're not smart enough to know because i i don't think they would do something like that what where did where did it tie into the story where was it necessary in the storyline telling you any way shape or form there's there's something there's something there was a power in her nipple or something there's a reason for it that we're not nipular nipular powers or something um so i mean we can end it here okay or uh you know you can you can go into so you know you like to you like to force things right upon us so, and uh you know so maybe you should have to atone for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look um i'm a sci-fi nerd as as you all know mm-hmm. um and rebel moon came out now i'm not a huge Zack snyder fan you could have fooled me um but here's the thing like uh, you know but it's like <laughs> it's it's just like uh it's like a drug, right? And uh-huh. sometimes you do things you don't want to, to get that high, you know? Sometimes you do things that you're not proud of. Yeah. <laughs> to get a so, fix. So, what? I, it, the movie didn't hit for me. Not even not even a little bit. Um, there was some interesting moments. Like, Zack Snyder can, can carve out a decent moment here and there with certain things, but... Um, not enough to justify me sitting through a two-hour movie 
for me. But personally, like, I think the bigger question that I'm always wondering is why does this guy get so much hate? Lots of people make bad movies, uh-huh. but for some reason, like, I didn't like the movie and I didn't like it, and then I move on with my life. But there's just so I much visceral, ar- visceral hate around this guy. Yeah. You know, I and... think it's because he messes around. Look, the, the, this is more this is a question to ask your people is because he messes around in comic book world. Yeah, probably. And when you do that, look, you're you're asking for hate once you enter that realm. But like people are like you're asking for hate. Like and I think he watching this film and they're just like, makes this is the worst films. movie ever made. And well, because he, cons- guy he and consistently blah, blah, blah. And like, makes no, bad... fuck the guy like he's <laughs> like like <laughs> he. He I just, mean, don't fuck the guy, but no, don't you know, maybe just guy. don't just, watch it. Just, just don't, just don't watch it or watch it and don't like it and move on. Like I don't understand. There's always like, oh my god, there's always certain things of certain people that like just hit with the certain people and they sure. just like oh, have yeah. to hate on it and Absolutely. it's like yeah. you know I'll watch the second part Listen, I'm, gonna, do- look, I'm gonna watch the second part he doesn't, part. He doesn't gonna, you know, suck any more than Michael Bay sucks Michael Bay sucks <laughs> or anybody else but like, you know what Michael us, Bay so. gets made fun of a lot too people either love Michael Bay or they think he's a fucking joke so it's I would I, like I, to know the runtime of this I film if you sped only, up all the slow-mo the only reason why it seems like he gets more hate is because uh, Marvel and DC people are so vocal yeah. Right. So and Star Wars. Sorry. When you're dealing with Marvel, Star Wars or DC, you have very vocal people in droves. OK, that are constantly just assaulting you with the barrage of their opinions. And so it seems like he gets more hate than other people. But I think he gets the same amount of dislike as other directors that are terrible at their job. He, it's just that it's it's the world that he chooses to insert himself into. I personally don't like a single movie that Zack Snyder has made, including 300. Sorry, I was really late to the game with watching that movie. By the time I saw it, I fell asleep 30 minutes in. I was like, I don't get the hype, but I rarely fall asleep in the middle of movies. Um, that it, I was just like, I'm so not invested in this. Yeah. I really didn't understand the hype. I was like, I don't like it. So for people that would say, yeah, but 300, I'm like, not even there. <laughs> like At no point have I watched anything that Zack Snyder has made and been like, I really liked that or I was entertained by it. I just don't get his work. If you like his work, great. I just don't. My question is more like how how do his types, not just him, but how do his types continue to get the budgets that they get? I'm just not like I there is a a a plethora of of available financing for this type of filmmaking and I'm just always baffled by how people could spend this kind of money on directors that never really seem to bring anything of substance yeah. um for me with him it's like it's like he he uses his run times as like a tactic uh to distract you from just how bad his movies are. It's like you're sitting there so long, you don't know whether it started or ended. You don't know where you are. It's like you're you're just you're you're like in the 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 boredom matrix and and you're just like free floating in hours of redundancy and like nonstop stolen material. It's it, he doesn't have a single uh it seems like he doesn't seem to have a single uh original thought. He just kind of bounces off of things that he likes. And then smashes them together. And he like, I mean, I I sat through most of this. I was present through most of it. I was like trying, waiting for something to like get better. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you. You lost me. So that main guy who was the land that she lived in, that main dude that 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 they killed off. 
at the end? No, no, no. In the in the beginning of it. Oh yeah, yeah. That main the beard guy. Why did he talk like that? Yeah. He he well, talks like a, like a robe. It was like it didn't make any sense when he spoke. And then I'm gonna be honest, like no no hate to the guy, but you lost me at Francis. Like whenever I see that actor, I'm just like this isn't gonna be good. I'm sorry. With well, the exception think... of Deadpool, I don't feel like that guy chooses very good films, and he's played the same villain and yeah. the same he's character the same in, in he's everything. He's in... Francis in everything, yeah. so it's like that was a really the casting made no sense. Anthony Hopkins, open it. What is fuck with the, a well, Star Wars scroll going through the beginning with Anthony Hopkins narrating? It's like. You got this girl who I recognized from the newer mummy and she was another shit that we saw. And then it's like, you got Francis. We got, I was just like, who, what the casting made no sense. And look, it's, it's a Zack Snyder film. And so you yeah, have it was to definitely know, for sure. Yeah. You have to know what you're getting into when you watch it. People are going to love it. It's going to be very divisive, right? You're going to, critics are going to hate it. Audiences are going to like it more than the critics because they're going to have people that, like that style and that's that's great you know if you find that to be a good film i'm not here to to yuck your yum as you would say but you <laughs> that know that's one of my favorites i just i just to me it really struck me about this was the the vitriol that that he was getting and like look i'm not a huge fan of his work either but i, I don't feel like anyone deserves to to get such hate about it but what's weird is he did this with the Justice League, and he's like, "Oh, there's a four-hour cut of this movie. That's a completely different movie. That's and it's so problem. much better." And it's like, well, "Why not just either re just release that, or make two more movies, or release them at the same time?" Like, I don't understand this whole like, "Oh, everyone think, hates this movie," and but there's another longer I cut think that you're gonna that's love. Where he gets, I don't understand that. that. that like, why that does he have to have a Snyder he cut? For everything? He gets said vitriol is that he seems I don't know. I've never spoken to the guy, but based on how he I'm releases... I'm sure he's a, a lovely dinner guest, you know? I mean, who knows? I don't even know that. Why? Why would I assume that? Uh, 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 um, based on how he releases his work and seems to feel about his work, it's not like he just makes a shitty movie and then moves on with his life and is just like, look, my thing is I make shitty movies, okay? That's, that's where I find happiness. And you're like, all right, it's a weird choice, but, you know, that's your business. It's that he seems to think very highly of his work so much so that he continues to repeat the same mistakes and then sell them to you as something that would be better had you just watched the director's cut and it's like my dude can you learn how to make a movie that's good without the director's cut like you've got to learn how to work with a studio that is willing to release right, your just, work just release. as intended instead of Going for the going for the lottery bucket, right? Of like, yeah. oh, it's gonna be this big movie, and then being like, oh well, they didn't release it the way I wanted to. They never seem to. It seems yeah. your work never seems to be good unless we sit through seventeen hours of your artistic rambling. That's where I think, like, if he just made the shit he made and didn't know he was bad, it's like he just that's he just likes making corny movies. Like that's just what he does, you know. But like, for me, like. I can't imagine a world where his material is scripted beforehand. Like, if you told me that there was no actual script for that movie, I would believe it. Well, it's worse than I, that. The script is like a million years old. So. I yeah. Well, that's a whole other issue, right? So, yeah. like, you have a film that was used to try to pitch yourself as a, a potential to insert yourself into Star Wars. And it was so bad that they were like, we're good. 
thanks for coming though and then you just continued on the star wars band you didn't change anything well like you you pitched another star wars that was one of the things for me that was like intriguing was like because i'm always complaining about like like i'm not a huge fan of sequels and remakes but for me if if the story's good then do it that's fine i don't i'm not as opposed to it as other people but you know i'm always just like well if everyone's remaking star wars who's gonna make the next star wars so it was like oh he's built this world and and i think that the attempt was um interesting because it's like yeah try to build out this whole world but i feel like the problem is with star wars you have years and years and years Whereas like now nobody has any patience, so they want to build this world right away. And it's like, you could you could build this world and tell this story much slower at a slower pace and really build it out and take the time because it was like, let's go here and get this person, let's go here and get this person, let's go here and get this person. And it's like there's no backstory to any of these people. Also, and- you're telling me that that guy who was prisoner just was opting to stay prisoner when all he had to do was train the the panther raven. Right. Or just told him from the beginning to kill the guy. Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Th- like, th- that's what I'm saying. The characters existed just to exist, and it didn't make any sense. And it's like, I- I'm picturing Zack Snyder. Like, I- I- I've not even watched interviews with the guy, so I don't know what his personality is like. But, like, just just based on his work, I'm picturing Zack Snyder in a director's chair with his laptop, like, knee-deep in white chocolate mochas and blue heat Takis. Okay. Uh while 300 plus cast and crew members are just raw dogging their way through the production, prepared to hit the pavement running while chat GPT writes the next scene. It's the only possibility because one scene made no sense from the next. It was just like if it that movie and his movies feel like uh, like a challenge. It's kind of like the 48 hour film project, right? Mm-hmm. Where they go, we're going to make the movie as we make the movie. What's the script? There isn't one. We're going to figure it out yeah, well, as we go. And then everyone's just like, but it was so where like, should I stand? I don't know. We'll figure no, it out later. There was no depth to anything. You know, like the bad guys were like, the, they were bad people. They looked like Nazis and they raped women. And it's like, yeah, we we get it. They're evil. Like, but there's no, there's no nuance, you know, whereas like even in Star Wars, you had Darth Vader, but Darth Vader was kind of like, is he, he ended up turning in the, you know, so there was like, you could love or hate it, but there was a little bit more nuance to the character. Whereas here, it's just like this person is just evil, and it's like there's no, and it's like you know. But can and I people just... like say, oh, there, it's a ripoff of Star Wars, and it's like, well, everything's a ripoff of something else. That's my point, though. You is know? that when I Murder saw Murder in the World could be a ripoff of Knives Out or something? You know what I mean? Not it's really. Just like, not really. It's like not, a... not not. It's so egregious. And I think that when I saw a a clip of this, not even the trailer, but I saw something for this. I thought this was, I thought it was an old movie. Hmm. Like, I didn't know this was new until I saw someone else talk about it. I was like, oh, this is a new movie? Because, like, I saw the actors and I'm like, oh, this looks like kind of low budget. And mm-hmm. I swore this movie came out, like, five years ago, five, six, seven years ago. I, I don't know. If you were to it, take... I, I genuinely didn't realize this was a new, I mean, it's not, because yeah. it's an older concept, something that he wrote. But it, it felt like that. But it if... felt like every other sci-fi, like, attempt at making... Um, a visual, like over-the-top sci-fi yeah. movie. There was nothing. But if there is indeed a four-hour cut it. that he feels is superior, plus you still have another movie to come out, which is at least a three-hour cut of that. It's like you have yourself a series. Yeah, yeah. Just but... do the series. You know, you I, got I enough know. money. I mean, there's more. You know, this was twice the budget of the creator, at least. And so I, I don't know. 
how is this how is the story not over like what else is there to talk about well he's still alive francis is still they brought him back to life and that's always a cheap gimmick right it's like oh i beat him and oh no we'll just bring him no back to life. we'll it's just fine. bring him back to life like um, but it's it's solely to drag it out that's yeah. it like th- it's you know when it's too much story you know if it let's just say the let's just say like take all of our personal biases out of it i think objectively there's too much story to tell in a short amount of time and i feel like part of your because i've seen that defense it's like well there was just a lot he had to tell in two hours it's like he didn't then have to rewrite though. It, it yeah there was then you need to rewrite you need to spread it out more or you know there's there's if you can't tell that story or don't tell that story tell hours, a smaller part of the story or whatever because or, or yeah or through a series then there's too much story to tell and like the diet like where the diet like there's that scene the dialogue where was awful where like they're they're they jenna malone when what she, the she's, spider she's, yeah she's leaving oh she's, she she leaves to go with the game of thrones guy and then like they they sit and they make a campfire and then she starts talking like I was born of fire and <laughs> brimstone. And it's like, who tells a story like that? You know, like. Zack Snyder. Yeah. That's who tells a story like that. So I feel like there's a lot of that in there. And even the people that liked it will. There's a whole lot of, of a lot of things in there. That the dialogue was pretty, pretty rough. It was incredible. You know what? You know what it is, is that. Uh, and I, I, I say he this. He needs to collaborate. If he wants yeah, to. If he, you can. If yeah. you can put his visual style into a good story, I think you may have something his interesting. His brain's not big enough for a film of this caliber. That's the problem. And listen, I could not write a movie like this. So I'm not saying this like, it's easy. Like, I wouldn't write some shit like this because my brain doesn't function that way. The problem is that he hasn't accepted that, mm. right? And so he he his his style of storytelling reminds me of like, you know, when a toddler needs a nap, but it's too close to bedtime. So you're like, I got to keep this kid up. Yeah. Otherwise, they're never going to sleep through the night. So you give them like a big box of crayons and like an entire roll of butcher paper. And you're like, I'm good. And just as you're about to walk away, that kid insists on you sitting through the play by play of everything they're about to draw. Yeah. And then you're going through a thousand feet of butcher paper story and you're like, Jesus Christ, when is it going to end? And it's the way kids think where they're like, and then there's a tree, but the tree has a face and the face yeah. has 14 ledges that are stuck inside of the princess's mushroom farts. That's a Zack Snyder movie. Mm. It's two hours of mushroom farts. And I'm just like, kid, get to the point. Yeah. Rebel Moon, Mushroom Farts. <laughs> I mean, just get to the point. Yeah, yeah. That's I that's think, what it, it's. It's like I, he can't. People like he us can't are, control his thoughts, yeah. and so he just starts going in fourteen directions. He doesn't have enough people around him to be like, "Listen, we need to work on this." Yeah, but dude, you got yeah, like this story. You need break it up. assistance. You need somebody to reel you in because you your have, mind you is going crazy. A series and have every episode be about getting a different person for the. You know, something, you know, something like because it doesn't have look the, a lot of these types of stories. You don't look you don't watch these stories for the substance. You know, they're popcorn movies and or shows or whatever. And that's that's all they are. So I never expect something that Zack Snyder writes to be like deep. And th- that's not what he does. And that's fine. He finds it like he finds his joy in the popcorn yeah, movie. It, I'm not going to shit on somebody for ha- doing yeah, that. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that if you're it's his confidence in it, it's that he thinks he's making something great and he hasn't accepted the fact that he just makes popcorn movies and that he doesn't make very good ones. Zack Snyder well, would be a decent director 
director if he solely directed for the sci-fi channel <laughs> no i'm serious well, that, like if he thing, did like... sci-fi channel stuff he, if he was an indie director yeah. that was like oh what okay so first of all when we started watching this i didn't know this was Zack snyder i had seen the trail i saw that that clip and i was like oh that looks i, I swear that movie was older or whatever then everybody start, started talking about this new thing that came out but i didn't hear about it being connected to Zack snyder you snuck that shit on me whilst we were watching it mm-hmm. when i when it started and like 15 minutes in, I turned and I looked at you and I said, at least tell me that they made this for like $10,000, <laughs> right? You're going to tell me, all right, realistically, like $2 million. Like, okay, this it's not a good thing, but here's what's amazing about it. They made this whole movie for $2 million. And it's like, all right, I'll give you that. When you And then you said, wait, so you don't know who made this? And I said, no, who directed this? You're like, Zack Snyder. I was like, oh, shit. So I knew yeah, we were in expensive. for a long it time. It actually is on the short list for the Oscar VFX um okay <laughs> over the creator no with the creator oh. there's like 10 of them if that movies. beats the creator it's the shortlist has not been nominated um <sighs> anyway so yeah i don't know like it's just you know people like me are, are clamoring for original sci-fi storytelling and so how often how long have you been clearing for it what was that what did i say clearing 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 clamoring <laughs> i've been clamoring for for original sci-fi storytelling you're not gonna get it it's, so, that nobody does that anymore we talked about that last time well here's like, nobody the, makes those movies well, anymore. here's the thing it's like well yeah and look at the state of hollywood they don't make original anything no but like um you know so the creator was was close you know it was original but it it rested on a lot of tropes and we both liked that movie i loved the movie mm-hmm. um and so you know there is hope but even but even to get a budget like you have to to make a movie like this either of those movies you have to while it's not tied to an original ip necessarily you have to go in and saying well it's like this but in space or it's like that but in space right. and so you're still kind of tied to something that is proven to be profitable and so there's still even within the realm of the little original storytelling that we get on a bigger scale it's still tied to other things and so you know um it's really tricky but you know i don't know I mean, it is what it is, but as far as this film goes, it just, it didn't hit for me, and I and I was I was actually hoping that it would be good, because while I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder's films, I feel like anybody can come out and make a, a great film if they, you know what I mean? Like, it's not impossible for him to, to partner with a, an amazing writer and then come up with something that could be cool to watch, at least. At least a good popcorn movie, because... I, I love popcorn movies. That's uh, what I'm saying. You know, I mean, I, that you can make a popcorn movie, but just be aware that that's what you're doing. I don't think that if you asked right. him, I don't think he thinks that's what he's doing. He thinks that he's making like groundbreaking cinema cinema and sci-fi. And it's like, no, that's not at all what you're doing. And and so it's like he kind of needs to reel it in and realize like, look, you have limits. Everyone, ha- Look, everyone has limits. Despite, I'm just using it as an example, right? Like Martin Scorsese, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Bigelow like you know these big time directors if you said make I mean personally I would I would I think Quentin Tarantino could do a good uh, uh, superhero movie honestly I would love to watch that I think he could actually pull it off but uh, I'm just saying like you know Martin has talked about how he doesn't like these types of movies he doesn't Mm -hmm. consider them real movies right if somebody said to him look gun to your head you have to write one it's going to be horrible right because he doesn't like these things he has no passion for it so he's a great director in what he does he does like 
biopics and gangster movies and you know that that's what he uh that that's his passion he likes storytelling so he would be he would make a horrible movie same as if you told Zack snyder to write a, a tarantino type film he would completely i mean he can't even write what he does well so like he he's not going to do that well because that's not his wheelhouse he needs to stick to smaller stuff like his ideas are far too big for the type of execution that he thinks he requires it's yeah. the storytelling i guess that's the thing is just like not everybody's going to love everything you do, right? But when so many people, every time you make something, are like, that wasn't good. I, I, My issue with him is that he doesn't seem to have the desire to do better, right? Because that would be a point in my career where I'd have to go, am I not good at this, right? Why right. is it that I'm getting the same critiques? You're going to get critiques even if you do something great, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're getting them on this scale, and then also you're never attaching yourself to an original thought you attach yourself to already existing themes watchmen and that kind of shit right mm -hmm. Zack Snyder's a watchman right mm -hmm. that type of stuff right you're, you're attaching yourself to somebody else's story and then trying to parachute off of it it's like you're not a good storyteller yeah and you don't seem interested in becoming a better one do I think that he should be like nailed to the cross for that no I think people go crazy with their their passion about it but I don't respect him as a filmmaker because he doesn't I, I I never fault somebody for trying to do better and failing. Right. They tried to do something. That's why with Shyamalan for me, his stuff doesn't always hit, but he tries to do something different. Yeah. And I respect that. Like, that's the struggle. There's yeah. a lot of shit for award-winning directors that people have crapped on that they didn't like. You know, not everything's going to be amazing. You're going to have things that you like better than others. But he has absolutely made zero efforts into improving as a filmmaker. He just seems to want to slap his name onto movies and be famous. Hmm. And so you're famous. You're famous for sucking. Congrats. <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> Mazel tov. You made it. Like, uh, you know, like, just embrace that, I guess. I don't know. Merry Christmas. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. So um, I can't wait to sit through the next fucking half of that. That's oh. not till April. Don't worry. That'll come faster than I'll ever want it to. Yeah. We'll be before it's going to be a blink of an eye. I'm going to be sitting on the couch watching the second half of that clusterfuck. Anyway, it's the holidays. We hope that you had a good holiday and the happy new years and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we'll have another. We'll be releasing on New Year's Day, I believe. Right. Sure. So we'll say this again on that episode. Shout out to MoGraph. To MoGraph. And I don't know. I really want to watch um, Saliburn. Saltburn. So, salt, Saltburn. 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 Yeah. Saltbury. What? Do you know? Do you know that I, I know nothing about it? I just know that my boy's in it. I don't want to know a goddamn thing about it because people keep spoiling scenes. You can stream it. No, I know I can. No. But what I'm saying is that all I knew was that. Barry came out in a, in a new movie. Yeah. I didn't even look at the damn title. Like, I knew there was an S in it, but I'm like, I'm not even looking at the title. I don't want to know anything about what's going on with this movie because as soon as it dropped, everybody started, like, ruining it. Mm. I haven't seen much about it. Everyone's ruining it. Stop it. <laughs> as soon as I see someone even, like, I see the font for the poster, I'm like, next. I don't want to know anything. Mm. Um, but now, like, the fact that so many people keep talking about scenes, and now I know, like... You know, it's kind of already starting to get ruined because I'm like, well, obviously there's something about this movie that people are talking about. Mm. So it's getting a little bit. Stop it. 
yeah, it's getting a little bit ruined. Um, but I just like it was just like very fine. Like I'll watch whatever it is. I'll watch it. I don't even know the damn name of it. Like I just stop talking about it. So I guess we'll see guess what we'll goes be on about there. That next we'll week. Be talking about that next week and whatever else we decide to watch, and hopefully we can start jumping back into getting some guests on now that the holidays are going to be coming to an end. Yeah. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.